0: Hello, River Vixens. Before we get into um, an absolute amazing episode of Riverdale and the Riverdale Register, uh, we want to uh, quickly uh, bring up a uh, one of our followers. Her name was Catherine Cartwright. She would often tweet at us at the beginning of, or after every episode, about her own personal takes on it. She uh, seemed to be kind of, she had, she had her own blog, she was doing well, but she had some medical issues and she passed away uh last weekend
1: uh we just wanted to say thank you um to Catherine for engaging with us and for listening to the podcast and we are so sorry to her friends and family she seemed like a lovely person and we were uh, lucky to be able to interact with her even in the small way so um yeah so uh sending our love and our best to everyone who knew Catherine. and this episode is dedicated to her
0: Oh, hail our
1: fair Riverdale. Register. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin.
0: My name is John. It's a new year, it's a new. John.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess I feel like new me, but I think it's the same. How were your holidays? It was, they were good. Um, Book ended by being sick. I got extremely sick on the plane ride home. That was miserable. I
0: was sick from New Year's through, like, maybe the 14th. Yeah, like, it sucks also. That's a longer time. That flight, the flight was rough, though.
1: Yeah. I was sick with a cold on the flight there, and then I was sick with the stomach virus on the flight back, Sorry. which is worse.
0: Yours is worse. I'm <laughs> going to tell me about your thing.
1: You know what? I honestly don't think I should. Like, maybe off the mic. But, <laughs> like, Fair. yeah, it was just lots of vomiting okay. on the Okay. Well,
0: outside of the... The worst flight ever. How were your holidays? Really
1: good. Um, The day that I ran into you and your parents in the city. By ran mm. in, I mean we purposefully met up.
0: We texted uh, each other yeah. and planned on it. Yeah. yeah. What a coincidence. It was good.
1: I saw two plays, but then also we put my dog to sleep. Not oh my God. Stella, but my family's dog at home. So I came home. like I was so happy, as you know, from seeing all the plays. Right. And then we put Yovi to sleep, and my parents didn't tell me until like after I had given them the whole spiel about whether I liked Tootsie or Mean Girls better. <coughs> So it was a very sad and upsetting situation. So, so yeah.
0: But which was better?
1: Um, Tootsie by far. Okay, significantly better. And then I also saw *Jolly Little Pill* and the Tina Turner musical. And I feel like I don't know where to rank everything. But Tootsie, I think, is my favorite.
0: Is the Tina Turner musical actually titled *The Tina Turner Musical*?
1: Yeah, I think it is. Oh, that's. It might be Tina Turner. Simple. Cole in the musical. But I'm not sure. Hmm. Anyway. Bermuda? Is oh, this when we do yeah.
0: We uh we have had four new reviews uh since we last met to talk about this show.
1: And we know that you guys love us uh <laughs> talking about ourselves. So we're going to keep doing that. All
0: right. Would you like to do the first one?
1: Yes. This one may or may not be from our friend. Unclear. I don't think she even listens to this, and I'm not even sure if she watches Riverdale anymore. Well, it's just a weird title. Then it's just a weird title. The title is Lisa, um, but the author is Mariana Santana Sofia, and the review is, I like it. So (laughs) Short. Yeah.
0: Sweet. To the point. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Lisa or Mariana santana Sophia. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Zeke773 left us a five-star review called One of My Favorite Podcasts. I found this podcast just before the premiere of season four and it caught up from chapter one by chapter 61. John and Caitlin have amazing chemistry and have entertained me during many light nights of homework and study. I love to hear their crazy theories and always look forward to the next episode. Even though I have never seen Scream, horror movies are not my cup of tea, I'm thinking about listening to it so that I can hear even more of their great podcast skills. Keep up the good work. Why does this keep driving people towards our Scream podcast? I don't know. I love We're it. We're not recommending it.
1: No, 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 no. I mean, if you want to listen to a podcast exclusively about the second season of About a the TV.
0: second season of Scream, a show with three seasons. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I don't think we need to ever even talk about the three seasons, though. So I think I've decided that. That
0: yeah, you yeah. watched it. and Basically, told me we're not doing it. <laughs> yeah,
1: I wouldn't know what to say. That's
0: <laughs> true. Because if you don't like it and I don't like it, where's the dynamic? I know.
1: I know. It would just make us make us upset. So this one is also good. Um, <laughs> this one is a one star review by Ari Fake Smile. That is a song, by the way, off of Thank You Next, Ariana Grande's best album. The album's called Thank You Next. Yes, it's also yes. It's also oh. called Thank You. I know it's weird, but. Um, and it's just, can y'all stop calling Fangs cucumber melon? It's getting annoying. One, it was always annoying. And two, no.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Ari, fake smile.
1: Yeah, Thank Of you. all
0: of our recurring bits, I didn't think that one would be the most annoying one.
1: Fangs isn't even around anymore. Yeah,
0: he was in, like, one episode this season, maybe yeah. two.
1: Yeah, he's still friends with the Riverdale people, though. He
0: vaguely survived Cheryl's, uh, killing of all of the serpents.
1: Yeah, I think. Unclear. Well, because he was in the... Because he was in the... Right, because he
0: was in the cult. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, D-Roll 97 gave us a four-star review called Dead. The only reason I've picked up Riverdale again after season two is this podcast. I just really wanted to catch up and keep listening to you guys. I don't ever write reviews. In fact, this is my first review ever, and what pushed me towards writing is that I just really wanted to tell you that I just hysterically laughed at my office desk for ten <laughs> minutes and you were talking about Soft Hiram from Chapter 56. This has never happened before, you guys. I don't laugh. So, anyway, thanks for making my days a little lighter and better with your banter, and I'm going to go because I still have some catching up to do. Bye.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> That's a really good review. That
0: is... Honestly, the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. I know.
1: Soft Is that I broke bit. them
0: at work for ten it. minutes.
1: I also love that everybody listens to us at work, like, or while you,
0: they're while they're doing homework or yeah. stuff. Well, when do I, you listen to podcasts?
1: Not I could. I pretty much listen to podcasts like all the in between times, like if I'm getting dressed, or if I'm like doing my makeup, or mm. if I'm like straightening my hair. Or, like sometimes at work, but like when I'm not doing anything. Mm. But like that's pretty rare because like I can't write and listen to. Like, I don't know how that would work. No, I, I know what you mean. Maybe people <clears throat> can do like math. I don't know. Anyway, should we keep going?
0: Yeah. Should we keep going through our podcast? I mean, that's the. How
1: does it work? <laughs>
0: that's the last review. So now we just talk about the, 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 the episode.
1: Okay, so this was. Uh, this episode is called Varsity Blues. Am I doing this right? Are we yep. in the right order, buddy? Um, and it's you've it's been a- <laughs>
0: you've been the only one deciding how this goes. <laughs> it's a
1: 1999 American comic-based sports comedy drama film directed by Brian Robbins that follows a small-town high school football team and their overbearing coach through a tumultuous season. So James Van Der Beek is in it. I think this is a movie where uh, the the whipped cream, like on the boobs. Allie Warder I'm oh. pretty sure that's this movie. You know
0: I've only ever run into that in not another teen movie. Exactly. And never the original.
1: So like a lot of this movie is like referenced. I feel like I have actually never seen Varsity Blues but this movie has been referenced in so many other teen like parodies and just mm-hmm. like jokes that I feel like I have. Mm. James Vanderbeek, I'm obsessed with him. He's hilarious. Everybody watch Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Which by the way, the original script was Lance Bass. I read like a huh. really old version of it at an internship once. So they wanted together. an
0: actually gay guy, and yes. then they they. But went he was with straight. A, I thought Lance Bass isn't.
1: No, he gay. is definitely gay. But in no. the script, I'm pretty sure he was straight.
0: Oh yeah, because the joke is that James Vanderbeek is like a gay best friend, but, but like, he's straight. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm pretty sure he was. I don't know. <laughs> I just I read that script a very long time ago, so maybe it was like the original version. Hmm. Like, the thing, like, we want to make this. And then they're like, well, we right. can't get Lance Bass right. because he's busy. But James DeGnerreek isn't doing anything right now. So.
0: This episode is written by Aaron Allen, who wrote the previous episode's Firewalk With Me, which is one where Joaquin's little brother tries to stab Archie. As above, so below, the one where Jughead plays G&G with Evelyn for the first time. There Will Be Blood, the one where Archie undergoes a blood ritual with Hiram pledging loyalty.
1: Is that, did that happen? <laughs> yeah
0: that was season two wow that was fascist archie
1: Ah, uh, yes sure. he
0: really went back on that blood oath
1: yeah wow this is, fucked
0: up. Uh, this is not cool archie not cool uh when a stranger calls one where josie and the pussycat save veronica from being raped
1: oh my god that was weird and bad <laughs> yes that was bad
0: and in a lonely place somewhere polly runs away from the sisters of quiet mercy by
1: the way i think it was cheryl that they saved from being ra- raped by oh you're Miss right Saint veronica Claire.
0: helped Steve Cheryl because yeah. Veronica never trusted Nick St Clair. Right, I'm sorry. He sucked. I'm That's sorry. Okay. I'm, I miss.
1: A, it was like many seasons ago, and, and it
0: was it, was, it was many lives ago. Yeah,
1: it was a strange episode for everyone. I think.
0: Rox, it was this episode was directed by Roxanne Benjamin. Uh, it's her first episode of Riverdale. She's also directing an episode of Sabrina, Chapter Twenty Five, The Devil Within, which I guess would be in the new season. Hey, there's a new season of Sabrina out.
1: Yes, i have not watching. Are we it. getting
0: Steven to do another season of? Binging
1: adventures? Are we making him do it?
0: I feel like we... He has to do it.
1: Well, I think it all depends now on... Now that
0: he's been on this podcast, we gotta... And now
1: he has to do it, yeah. 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 He could also just talk about Sabrina if he wanted to come on this podcast. But that probably wouldn't be the same. I don't want to make Steven I mean, do anything Steven can guess. do. <laughs> so. I guess. Yeah, I guess this is if he wants to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, if you love Steven, and I know some of you do because someone was like, bring Steven back forever, <laughs> um... Give us a shout out in the in the comments. We don't have comments. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. You know our numbers. You know how you know how we go, <laughs> guys. I'm a little rusty. Okay, it's been a day. It actually really hasn't. You know what I did today?
0: <laughs> what didn't you do today? Ate
1: half a box of goobers. Went to spin class, and then put on my new sweater.
0: You did. You did more than me.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that's the goal every day. Do <laughs> a little bit more than John is doing, <laughs> and I'll know I've succeeded.
0: Uh, Roxanne has also directed segments of uh, the new Creep Show series, which I did not know there was a new Creep Show series.
1: Did she do an episode of Into the Dark? No. Really? That
0: because means- the only TV show TV she's done is Creep Show, Riverdale, and Sabrina. Interesting. And she did a movie called Body at Brighton Rock.
1: That sounds familiar. Maybe that's why I know who this woman is. Um, Oh, I know why. Or
0: she did some shorts.
1: She did. Or
0: segments. Maybe there was a segment Into the Dark. I don't know. She
1: did a segment of the movie um, The XX. Have you seen, or XX. I'm actually not sure how you say it.
0: X's. I don't know.
1: Yeah, double X. I'm not sure. but
0: The prequel to Triple X.
1: Yeah, but she. So she. That movie is really good. It's like a like an anthology horror series, mm-hmm. and um, I don't remember which one hers was, honestly. But it's uh, really fun. St. Vincent also directed one of those. Hmm. There's my favorite one was there's this uh, the this woman is on the subway and there's this man with her son and this man is holding a box and the kid's like, what's in the box? And then the man whispers something in the kid's ear and then the kid never eats again and starves to death.
0: Was it to <laughs> Paltrow's head? <laughs> no,
1: no. But then it's like the whole time you're like, well, what was it? Like yeah, what was in it? And that's that's you scary. Never know. And then, uh, but like anytime, like they tell what was in the box to someone <clears throat> else, the same thing happens and you never know. And so, like, everyone's like, well, what was in it? Like, what, what yeah, is you, you wanna Yeah, because you want to know what it is. Yeah, but you, it, there's it no answer. Makes, yeah. There's no answer.
0: That's what makes it scary.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was good. Anyway, Riverdale.
0: Where would you like to start? Uh, Betty with a hint of Jughead and Veronica. Okay. Archie, Jughead, Veronica, or Cheryl?
1: <laughs> um, let's do Cheryl because that plot makes...
0: Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to... I'm probably going to go off on this one. Yeah. So, uh, Principal Honey does remember the episode with Gina Taurus in it, Uh, and he wants to introduce the Vixens to their new coach, Miss Appleyard. Also, this whole episode... It's spirit week, and Mr. Honey is wearing the best sweaters. Yeah,
1: because it's a sweater over, like, his original clothes. <laughs> and I feel very
0: vindicated in my, in my analysis that he's not a bad person. He's no. just weird.
1: He's just weird, and he's just trying his best. Yeah. It's not easy to be a principal. He cares
0: about academics. Yeah. Crazy.
1: So so
0: insane. Uh, and Cheryl immediately discounts <laughs> this woman, who is an actual cheerleading coach, uh... She, Cheryl's excited because she's gonna do another musical routine. She tells this woman she can do their laundry, and this woman's just like, "Or, we're gonna do cheerleading." Right,
1: right. <laughs> this is a fucking cheer team. Though they honestly do really bring it when they do these like pop musical right, numbers, but they're not but,
0: yeah. actually doing any of the it. like. It's, no, they're not. There's schools have dance teams. Right. Uh, Cheryl could be on the dance team, but like a cheer it, squad is 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 more athletic than dance numbers.
1: Are we positive that they're cheerleaders? They... Like, I know... No, like, are we positive? Are we serious? That, well, because it's like, on Degrassi, they have, like, power squad and stuff like that well
0: they call themselves the river vixens right but
1: that doesn't mean it's
0: i i think it's a cheer squad with the pom-poms and the leading well actually they've never led a cheer in their lives that's
1: what i'm saying i'm Uh, like maybe this was just the so maybe cheryl's right (laughs) maybe she's like why are we changing the rules well it sounds like honey
0: wants a cheer squad
1: fair yeah honey loves school. and
0: cheryl is like how dare you do the thing i agreed to do
1: Like, two episodes ago, Cheryl's mom came out of the walls (laughs) and stopped gaslighting her. Wasn't that last episode? Last episode, Cheryl's mom was living in her walls, and she threatened to commit suicide in order to, like, call her bluff. Right. So this plot feels like something Cheryl
0: shouldn't really worry about. Miss Avillard wants to get the team to nationals, and I would assume Cheryl would want to win nationals. Cheryl doesn't know
1: what Cheryl wants. (laughs) Cheryl wants chaos.
0: So, Cheryl brings Miss Appleyard... By the way, who is this actress who's playing Miss Appleyard? Does she look familiar to you?
1: Not really, but she kind of reminds me of Willa Fitzgerald from Dare Me.
0: She was in, like, a couple episodes of... Legends of Tomorrow, and apparently she was in Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, which our friend Dan will like. He loves that show. I did
1: not know. I did not watch that it. show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cheryl brings Miss Appleyard treats to try to sway her, basically, to be like, "No, give me control because I'm Cheryl Blossom. Have you heard of me?" And uh, it turns out Miss Appleyard is a human woman. So <laughs> she's like, "No, I'm going to be. I'm the coach, and you're the student. That's just how it is. That's how life works." Uh, maybe stop baking and go to the gym because there's a physical component to cheerleading. Ouch. Yeah. And uh, Cheryl has the line, my body is per- perfection, you crone.
1: And honestly, she's not wrong.
0: She's just insolent and the worst this whole episode, though. But also this whole season. Like, specifically this, she's earned nothing in this. Yeah. She doesn't deserve a cheer squad
1: What the hell, what has she done
0: for any of these girls? No,
1: Cheryl, um, I love when characters on TV shows are like, remember how I, like, am great, and then everyone's like, yeah, I do remember, but, like, there's no evidence. (laughs) Right.
0: they never done a single good thing in their lives. Right,
1: and they're like, oh, yeah, I guess we have been gaslit into (laughs) believing that.
0: Yet somehow Cheryl convinces all of the vixens to go on strike until Miss Appleyard is fired. How do you have this much control of these girls? You haven't left your house for eight weeks. Also,
1: I've never seen these girls before in my yeah. life.
0: These, these aren't are, even the same girls who are no. on the team in season one. It's not like we've consistently seen these background actors. So you're like, oh,
1: it's that guy. Right. No, 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 no. I, I think that there were twins at one point on the show. They
0: were like, she had like two
1: minions yeah. who
0: must be dead now. Right. They probably died in the riots. <laughs>
1: what if they were super seniors? <laughs> Who Cheryl then killed.
0: <laughs> they were older than her the yeah, whole time. The whole They're time. like, I want to listen to this sophomore. I right. think she knows what's going on. That's,
1: like, actually a pet of mine, because not saying that you can't be a sophomore and, like, in charge, but, like, I feel like a lot of these teen shows, it's like, okay, we started with our main cast is, like, a certain age. Yeah. So we're going to, like, make this girl who's just, like, a sophomore, like, the HBIC. Because that's well,
0: the character. Because it's
1: the character. But, but like, that
0: means it's a bunch of seniors who are, like, She tells me what to do. (laughs) Right,
1: exactly. So, Cheryl, chill.
0: In this entire episode, the vixens, Tony included, are just props in Cheryl's story. Yeah. Stand behind her so it looks like she's got people backing her up.
1: And it's, Uh, it's upsetting.
0: And Honey is like, I'll consider it, which is... Weird, because he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to do a single thing for her.
1: Doesn't she threaten him with something, though? Is she it... finds
0: she just says they won't play for Spirit Week. Right,
1: and he's like, wow, I fucking love Spirit Week. He's, no. I've
0: just got so much school spirit.
1: Meanwhile, it's like December, maybe. Did <laughs> yes. Did Yeah, no. It's, it's like,
0: dance. no one's playing football at this time of the year.
1: Yeah, I didn't even think if about If this that. season
0: is covering the entire school year, then... What? Like spring right, break is that's soon. True. Spring break is less than a month away. What? Why are they playing football in January for the, the are the finals like or like yeah, the are those in Feb January? No,
1: right? When is, when is football over? <laughs> the foo- well, the football in life is the Super Bowl and that's in February. Right. So maybe
0: I am you know, I don't think my school ever got that far. I can't say. For yeah, sure. I
1: honestly would have not. We could have had a great football team or this terrible Neither that.
0: of us really paid no, attention to football never. growing up.
1: And I still don't, and I still <laughs> won't. I refuse. So, anyway, so this is a stupid plot. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to the people who wrote
0: this. Tony comes and finds Cheryl, and she's like, The Vixens are working with Apple Yard now. Uh, honey threatened to ban them from prom and Cheryl tells tells all of these girls like that you betrayed me which fuck off <laughs> and uh, and demands they leave now with her and they don't but Tony does with her which again fuck off all right like <laughs> if, if you're going to do this story there's only 3 Vixens with names: Cheryl, Tony, and Veronica. Veronica's off doing her own plot with (laughs) her boyfriend, Dad. Uh, So it's just Cheryl and Tony. And to put Cheryl and Tony on the same side during this entire story is to kind of negate any of this meaning, anything. Because all of these nameless background props can be like, "We choose her," and I'll be like, "Cool, who are you?"
1: Yeah, no, you don't have a name. But if like Tony and,
0: and and Cheryl were genuinely like, Tony's like, "Wait, like I." need money for college or like right. a scholarship like I a cheer scholarship like oh she gets us the finals that's pretty pretty, pretty good cheryl i kind of want to
1: work with this woman that's true that's a better that's a better storyline that's much better storyline yeah but honestly i think they're just like but let's not rock the ships
0: i like you know? it just feels like when the start of the season they come up with a plan for like jughead and betty even Archie and Veronica a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then
0: they're just like to make rum. Then they just like like put together a wheel of things for Cheryl and they just spin <laughs> it per episode.
1: <laughs> oh like, What's th- it
0: gonna be this week? Haunted
1: doll or cheerleading coach comes in and steps on her
0: murders family member.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, Cheryl, I feel like you need to sort of take your you know, pick your battles like like you really you've avoided jail or just
0: figure out what a season arc is for her
1: yeah i think cheryl's just an agent of chaos and i can't wait until everybody finds out that she's like But like
0: a chaos to me the viewer Yeah, just
1: to you what if everybody just finds out that cheryl is just like literally like a demon spawn or something <laughs> like an imp from shakespeare like midsummer <laughs> like um a midsummer night's dream yeah that she's just like what's his face Puck, is that his name?
0: Yeah, she's like a she's like a she's like a trickster spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: That's what I think is going to happen. At the, the, at the
0: end of it, at the end of so they go to visit Thornhill or whatever, and there's just nothing there. Ooh, and like a, like a groundskeeper would be like, there hasn't been a house here in a 100
1: years. Oh, and then the doll is just sitting there <laughs> just in the middle of it. And it's just a it's like the ending of a bad, confusing, too ambiguous horror movie.
0: So, on the day of the game, Miss Avellard is in her office in her Head coach in charge jumpsuit, which is actually like I guess less route like H B I C H C I C. Yeah, she no took out the swear. No t-shirt
1: <laughs> No, but if it's what if she didn't take out the Wait, swear? Wait, don't high
0: school coaches have to teach a class too?
1: I don't think that's always true. Huh? All
0: right. I wouldn't. Yeah. Well, Cheryl locks Miss Alveyard in her office.
1: That's a walks psychotic out thing to, to
0: do. the cheer squad who has not spent the prior week rehearsing her dance number <laughs> uh, and tells them, Hey, I locked her in the office. We're doing my dance number. You owe me this. They don't. Uh, <laughs> she never turned on back on them like they did her. Bullshit. Uh,
1: when have they ever given her a reason to? Did, like, where be we're royal
0: or not? You literally were like, uh, Now I run a gang. None of y'all are invited. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, the the vixens,
0: uh... And all the vixens, because she, they're not people, they're they're all sexy lamps.
1: Sexy, sexy
0: lamps. Uh, go, okay, oh, yeah, whatever you want. This is a sexy song, It's though. very funny that Veronica, like, is like, yeah, and you're like, wait, where were you this That's whole time? That's what week? I
1: was thinking when she's just standing back there, like, I I was like, wait, she's still a part of this yeah, squad. Yeah, she doesn't
0: have to be a vixen still.
1: What happened when they put Veronica in charge of the vixens, when they had that weird dance-off?
0: Um... The next episode, I believe Cheryl was running the Vixens. Right,
1: so that meant nothing.
0: You're right; nothing means anything. Right, yeah. If there's anything to take away from this show, it's that it all means nothing, and life is chaos.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was remember when like they did the the dance off, and it was pretty much like a perfectly equal level of talent. Yeah, it was not
0: clear to the slightest (laughs) who won.
1: And then Betty was like obviously Veronica won. I was like, I don't think that's obvious yeah. at all. <laughs> like, they didn't even have, like, a Cheryl sure, like, trip up or something. Right, right. Like, no,
0: it was flawless on both accounts. <laughs> yeah, it's and, and they, they turned to the ons go, it was Veronica. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. Sure, yeah, sure. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm rooting for her?
1: I guess. Uh, everyone's a bad person on this show, kind of. <laughs>
0: They perform Cherry Bomb by The Runaways. It's
1: amazing. It's I a know, good song. It. It's such a good song.
0: I But all I could think is imagine what this would look like to watch from the stands. I
1: was thinking, I was like... I where I you're just like way. a little
0: bit cold on your seat be like, uh-huh. No, Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, there's a game going on. <laughs>
1: right, the game is <laughs> happening at the same time. Also, you can hear the crunch of like the bones of the football players. It's pretty brutal. It is. And I was like, ugh. And they don't stop. No one's yeah. like, oh no. Yeah, right, you're hurt. like,
0: I just feel like you're making this about you, cheer squad, and, like, it's about that. That's the finals. You're just doing this for you. You're not gunning for the finals, clearly. I'm
1: pretty sure that you don't cheerlead during the
0: game. I think Cheryl gets mad that they play the game while right, she's why? trying to do her while she's trying to do her musical numbers. Also
1: they have no microphones, so they really have to project. Right, right. Or I'm imagining like yeah.
0: they've got like a speaker behind them and no microphones. So you just hear the, the instrumentals from the song and nothing <laughs> of what they're singing. Because that's what would happen in a real school yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. But like cheerleaders only go on when they're in their huddles and shit. But the listen, the whole yeah. game is a, is a mess. and we will talk about it when we're in Archie's plot.
1: Yeah, I, no one should let their kid play this sport. <laughs>
0: but the end of this at the end of the song, uh, Cheryl, Veronica, and Tony get like a hero shot sent back <laughs> to back. and you're like, did you earn this? <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good dance, but no, probably not. And that's the end of the Cheryl plot. There is no falling action with this Apple, be, apple Yard thing. What if she's we don't, dead? Yeah, like, is she still in that office? We don't know. If
1: she died and then Charles, like, actually was to blame. Like, if she had, like, a... Like, a like a aller- all,
0: an allergic reaction to something. Yeah. Or, like, bre- there was a toxin in the clearly asbestos-laden school.
1: Amazing. My school <clears throat> actually did have asbestos in it. And then we... It was, like, the day before spring break, we um, all were evacuated from the school. <laughs> so then we all called it the asbestos day ever. It was amazing. It was like an extra day off Wow. before spring break.
0: So where do you want to go next,
1: Archie? Okay. I had some issues with this. Yeah.
0: Plot. Yeah. Okay. So again, it's Spirit Week, and the Bulldogs are going to the finals to take on the Stonewall Stallions. Which, hey, clever use of clever clever use of the only other school in the area. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, Riverdale loves to add a character. Rory, they were just <laughs> going to make up an entirely different school.
1: No. Nope. This makes sense.
0: And also, Mad Dog is the best.
1: He is great, but his name is Monroe, I think.
0: Oh, they're very aggressively not calling him Mad Dog anymore. Did something but you s- told me you want to keep calling him Mad Dog, so make up your mind.
1: Well, now I'm like, is it offensive to call him Mad Dog? It might
0: be a little bit dehumanizing.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. Fine. Monroe. We're Monroe. Gonna- Monroe. We're still going to call, though—that's my Mad Dog, by the way—we're still going to call— his brother's sad dog. Yes. That's yeah. that's the only rule. Okay? Because we don't know his name. So. Uh,
0: so, Frank Andrews eats dinner with Archie. Apparently, it's been a couple weeks now. Um, he's really happy to have met Archie, but uh, he's ready to move on. And Archie wants him to stay, which would mean telling his mom, who he's sure will be very happy to see him.
1: Yeah, that's why he hid him for three weeks in his gym.
0: Right, <laughs> right. Does right. he live
1: at home anymore?
0: You know, she, he's home later in this very episode, so... <laughs> did he move out? Well, I like, he did. And then I believe he fought all of the crime. Uh, so now he's good and can go back home?
1: Are we just done with the Dodger I, thing? I
0: think so. They left town. And, like, he, he, he hurt him real bad.
1: Okay. Sure. Well, now we have Frank problematic Andrews. Ar-
0: Archie's whole arc this season is does a probably bad thing. A thing that most shows would argue is a bad thing, and gets rewarded for it.
1: Yeah, I'm really hoping that's not how this is gonna go. Or <laughs> Frank is not gonna be rewarded the way they're making it seem. Mm. Did not love this.
0: So uh, Mary is not happy to see Frank. He wasn't at the funeral. Uh, Frank argues he was on a crab boat,
1: which is a fair. Yeah, not yeah. a lot of
0: not a lot of opportunities to get off the crab boat. Boat. Uh, she's like, you asked your nephew for a job, but Archie said the construction job was his idea. Again, who is running the construction <laughs> business? Like,
1: I just they're struggling, they,
0: but they don't know why. does, does, does is there someone else who gets a say in this? Some kind of manager? I thought Hiram bought Andrew's construction. I think he tried, but they didn't
1: succeed. Okay. He owns everything, so I imagined it was also...
0: Unclear if that's still the case. <laughs> Uh, she tells Archie, uh, that Frank will run the second things get hard for him. Later on at the gym, manly men all pump iron. It's a very homoerotic mad dog Monroe leaves and four guys in bunny masks with a crowbar come out of nowhere. And not once does Monroe think about running back inside the gym
1: (laughs) to get all all of his
0: friends are who are experienced with fighting men in masks.
1: I think everybody overestimates how strong they are, but then the show proves well, that it's fine.
0: I always so. thought the rule was you can take on as many people at a time as you have abs. So in theory, Monroe should be able to fight eighteen men at once. <laughs>
1: That's fair. Yeah,
0: unencumbered. Yeah, uh, but instead, uh, four guys in bunny masks with a crowbar. Which oh, bunny masks! I wonder who it could be.
1: The bunny masks are very unsettling. They right? are. I don't know what movie bunny is it. Kind of Donnie Darko y. It
0: kind of looks like the the what was it the You're um, Next. I was gonna say, isn't there one where they like wear like sheet masks or something?
1: That's your No your is next. that your next? Yeah, yeah, that's a horror movie one anyway. There probably is another one.
0: Also kind of like the scary masks in uh, the the perch,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, the others hear Mad Dog cry for help, run outside and see that they uh, they must have hurt his knee real bad. Not like broken the bone out of the skin or anything, but like they described it as a Tanya Harding, but he's still able to walk, so it's not that bad. He's still
1: going to win the Olympics. A
0: vague but bad knee injury.
1: You need narcotics, that's the only thing that mm-hmm. that was clear.
0: So, the, 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 the Bulldogs meet the Stallions, which they're... That is a fun line reading from Brett when he's like, whoa, the animals. Like, don't call, call animal control. It's the bulldogs.
1: I've decided I'm obsessed with Brett and he can do no wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for Brett. Yeah. Brett keeps getting
0: better. <laughs> yeah. Brett Weston Wallace.
1: Brett, if you want to be on this podcast, I oh, would love
0: that. I would love to meet the actor who plays Brett. Yeah, uh, Jughead. Jughead comes in just as this is all happening. Brett calls Archie a welfare case and a brawl instantly breaks out. It's less than a minute. I, and they I, and they're just like punching each other.
1: The thing with this line that I thought was interesting was how far we've fallen from what Riverdale was set up to be to what Riverdale is now. Riverdale was supposed to be like this idyllic, like yeah. I wouldn't say like upper middle class, but like solidly like nice house. You want to live hey, there, right? And now everyone's like trash Riverdale.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Riverdale, the worst town in America. I think it's just, maybe it's supposed to have canonically gotten worse over time.
1: I mean, the, last it, three the years way they talk after. about
0: it makes it sound like it was always this terrible.
1: Yes. I mean, there also was that, like, murder thing that happened, like, 20 years ago and the riots. So Riverdale seems right. like... Right, and then, then
0: all of that happened again.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I get why everyone's judging, but it just seems very different.
0: Uh, so Frank picks Archie up from jail. Archie didn't want to tell his mom. Which, who would? Yeah. But, like, she's going to find out. This happens all the time to Archie. <clears throat> this does happen a lot. Uh, Archie tells Frank what happened, and Frank is very understanding. He's like, oh, Fred was the same way. He'd go, wow, if someone came after a friend or a family member. Uh, uh, he was talking about how, like, Fred used to box, and Archie's like, oh, he never taught me to box. And Frank's like, oh, you box? And I go, really? <laughs> the boy who owns the boxing gym? The boxing gym you've been sleeping in? <laughs> oh, does he box? Oh, wow, what a shock, what a surprise, what a nice bonding moment. Is,
1: is he, is he, like... A, a grifter, <laughs> or is he just dumb? Yeah. Like I can't figure it out. Well, he
0: can be just some grifter because Mary like knows him. He's What's not some he... guy claiming to be Fred's no, brother. But, like
1: he could be like a grifter. Like you know, he could be the brother and be like, "Ooh, my my brother's dead, and now I'm gonna come in and like fuck up." Was shit. this
0: scene meant to be earlier in the episode? <laughs> you box. Like, what? Like <laughs> like the end of last episode? Because this doesn't how. Is he just very dumb? Is he like, listen, Archie owns a boxing gym, but there's no way he's boxing in his (laughs) boxing gym.
1: Oh, man.
0: Even though he's got those bruises all the time. And then Archie's like, this one time I boxed a bear, which does confirm that Archie (laughs) thinks... The man in a bear costume was a real bear.
1: No, he did box a bear. He literally boxed that bear.
0: (laughs) You lost.
1: (laughs) lost. One time I boxed a bear. It did not go well. I almost died. I saw visions of my (laughs) my girlfriend's dad. It was very disturbing.
0: Cool. You want some pills?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. That
0: was horrible.
1: This was such a bad choice.
0: Mary Mary comes into Archie's rooms like, did anything interesting happen today? FB called and told her about the thing, and she's upset. He's like, you called Frank and not me? He's the
1: worst. (laughs) And it turns out he is, in fact, the worst.
0: Yeah, so apparently Frank got into a horrible drunken accident and had three strikes on his record, so he would have gone to jail, so Fred took the blame for it. we supposed to know that Fred had a DUI?
1: Yeah, they did mention that before, (laughs) Uh but I don't remember. I think it was, like, honestly in season one. It
0: sounds like something that would have been a season one thing as, like, an actual fault in the character.
1: Yeah, he got a DUI... But I don't remember, like, what the context was. I do remember that being a thing. Yeah. So I remember being pretty surprised.
0: So yeah. Frank um, took off uh, because he was angry and upset uh, or angry and messed up and needed to clear his head before making things right. And then he left town for how old is Archie? Uh,
1: 17?
0: 17. At least 17 years Maybe. of trying to clear the head. Uh, so, yeah, he never pulled that one off. He never came back to talk to Fred. You know,
1: he sucks. Frank is like the classic character they bring where it's like, hmm, let's shake things up, uh, but we know his story completely. Right. But
0: like all of Riverdale is like, hmm, this is a little boring. Let's <laughs> shake things up. Let's add another character, maybe a long last family member you've never heard of before who might have uh, uh, unclear motives. Right.
1: Unclear motives is incredibly shady the entire time, and it turns out that their motives were bad.
0: hmm And then they leave town threatened to come back again
1: (laughs) and we'll see how much we like that character yeah yeah.
0: uh monroe can't play so frank offers him pills
1: but like this is bad like this is a very bad thing and if they just like drop this storyline where it was like yeah no he got the pills and he played and it was fine and you know right killers have no consequences and it's fine
0: he says they'll numb enough to play and archie thank god says no but monroe's like hold on what kind of pills the listener, they do not answer. You'll they, never know what kind of pills they were. They should
1: have said there are two ways I think they could have played it. They could have been very serious and made it very realistic. I don't think that's how I would have done it. I think that they should have said, these are like jizzle juice pills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh no. Or like some. You know what that sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> I didn't know until I said it. <laughs> These are like um, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know lemon bopper pills.
0: They're sock and boppers. Yeah,
1: like something ridiculous, so we could at least like not have to think about like the way like painkillers are ruining so many lives.
0: You've ruined sex for
1: me. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I mean honestly, jizzle juice is a thing <laughs> that would be on this show. <laughs> We never have to talk about it again.
0: So Mad Dog, the, the locker room before the game, Monroe just walks right in. Uh, and Archie's like, you're not limping. And he's like, oh, you took the pills.
1: Anyway, let's still play. Uh,
0: and Monroe's like, that scholarship could change my whole family's lives. And Archie's like, yeah, like you could never play football again.
1: Right, you don't get a scholarship if you're incapable of playing football. I thought that that was confusing. It's
0: that that classic loophole people fall into. Uh,
1: Uh,
0: But it is, Monroe claims it's his choice. And Archie is like, well, I'm not captain, so I guess. He doesn't think to tell the coach. Uh, He doesn't tell Reggie. Reggie. Oh, yes. But Archie calls all the plays. Uh, Seems to be the quarterback. The big game starts. And Archie wants everyone protecting Monroe. Uh, then the, the game happens at the same time as the music video. <laughs> Brett scores a touchdown, there's lots of tackles. Never there's ever, a ever, hero shot of Archie with a small cut on his forehead. Uh, throw that on the Instagram. Uh, Monroe <laughs> scores a touchdown. Archie call, calls the last play. Which means that the the score at that point is seven to six for the for the for the for the final game of the season. That is that is that is insane that there were only two touchdowns in the entire in the entire hour long game. I'm gonna be longer honest. than
1: that. Mm-hmm.
0: I had no idea. Listen, it, it's just no. it's really ridiculously low scoring, and the fact that the 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 writers could have made the score anything, okay. yeah, uh, kind of makes it feel like they were too. They they just on on the production and were like, listen, we could film like a bunch of touchdowns and stuff, or we could film two and go home.
1: Maybe wait. So how many you get? How do you get it's points?
0: It's six points per touchdown.
1: Really? Then how do you get seven points? It's confusing.
0: Yeah, you. After you get a touchdown, if you score a field goal, you get one more point.
1: What's a field goal?
0: It's the you know the you know the the the, the bo- post yeah the yellow post. It's like yeah. Woo! Uh,
1: yeah, I know. Exactly. If you if you
0: if you kick uh, the football in between the two arms of it uh-huh. over the bar, uh, you get one more point.
1: Then how do you? you get You can a...
0: also do that outside of a touchdown for like three points. Okay. Uh, but. If you get a touchdown and then try to go for something called a two-point conversion, which they do at the end of this game, you have to score basically another touchdown uh, from like within 10 yards and get two more points.
1: People tell me that football's not confusing. That's it's, so confusing. No, it's the
0: most confusing. They're lying to you. Right. Football is it's aggressively very- confusing. And all these guys are like, what do you mean? This is so easy to understand. It's like, no, you've just, your father was explaining to this since you were before you could talk.
1: Yeah. No, that's insane. I'm just supposed to like know that, like instinctively. It's, it's
0: like it is the closest sport comes to like minuscule victories of war, though. Like, like yeah. it's all strategy and 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 stuff like that. And that's, but it's like exciting and people Need like it. it a lot. Uh, Monroe and the team go for the two point conversion, but the sure. <laughs> uh, Stallions manage to block them, so they lose. Frank visits the locker room and tells Archie they played their hearts out, which, again, I would believe more if the game were bigger and closer.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: the way they talk about the game afterwards makes it seem like this incredible game, which if both sides were neck and neck, one uh, like, Riverdale had, like, a literal chance, like, was winning at some points, I would have been all on board with. But the fact that it was just they were down by seven until they were down by one, and then they were still down by one at the end makes it just seem like they both had really great defense, which... I have no idea. Neither Archie nor Mad Dog is on the defensive team. Uh, Wouldn't know. And it just, it, it doesn't it doesn't sell the idea that Mad Dog was really impressive during that game.
1: Well, maybe the Even idea. Even if he did score
0: the one touchdown.
1: Maybe the idea was that they didn't get that many points because Mad Dog, I'm sorry, Monroe, whatever, he was being protected. So he would have been the scorer. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know.
0: I, As someone who knows so much about football. I just think there's a version of this episode where Archie's whole plot takes place over the course of this game that could have been almost the same and sell sell it better. Like, if Matt Monroe gets hurt at the end of the first half like he was hurt outside of the locker room or the gym... And then during halftime, the pills conversation happens and he's given them and comes back and they, they almost win the game. I would have been like, oh wow, it was such a close game, it was so big, they, they fought yeah. so hard against each other, uh, but making it happen over the course of one um, runaway song kind of makes <laughs> it be like, alright, sure, didn't that game he, happened, the, there sure were shots of people playing football.
1: Didn't you like, though, that- uh, but The during,
0: game wasn't a narrative.
1: During the runaway song, sh- uh, Veronica kept getting to say daddy, her dream.
0: Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. I Gross. <laughs>
1: Gross. I know
0: this would have been really rough for production, but there is like you can in the when they're doing the, the cheerleaders. There's no one on that football field. Mm-hmm. Like that would yeah. have been frustrating to have people doing that out on the football field just for your random shots of people singing a song and to have them in the background. I don't even know why I brought that up. No, it's, it's not their fault.
1: It's not their fault, John.
0: It's not their fault. Anyway, uh, Frank defends the pills. He says the line, where I come from, you respect what a man chooses for you're himself. You
1: are from Riverdale. You are.
0: You're from the same place. <laughs> you're literal blood. Uh, and then Monroe, Monroe comes in. And he's like, hey, Notre Dame wants me. And he cheers with everyone. And that's. I mean that's nice. Like the message is bad, but that's nice. Yeah. For him.
1: There's no way that this isn't going to come back. I really it hope better.
0: it better. Oh, it better.
1: <laughs> then Button Rose just like yeah. Then I, my knee was
0: fine and nothing bad happened. <laughs> right. Because Archie and Frank uh, pull pull out of bed for Frank uh, saying it's temporary, but Archie tells him, "Hey, everything's a risk, but it paid off, and Mad dog is happy. So, <laughs> so you know what? Frank drugs are good. Thanks." And 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 yeah, walks off and. It's- Wow.
1: (laughs) I know. There's not even like a sinister look by Frank. No,
0: it's just like what a happy ending to that drug story like. Yeah, I
1: did not love that.
0: Performance enhancers. I'm
1: hoping that it, it comes back.
0: It has to come back. If not, that's an issue. It yeah. Honestly, it should have come back within this episode already. Like, yeah. Like, he should be dead. Like, as as Monroe's cheering everyone, he just, like, limps a little bit. Like, he hurt his leg really bad.
1: You know what I was thinking? That- or he
0: asks Matt Frank for some more pills.
1: They just—the one thing I don't want them to do is I don't want them to have like a really realistic storyline where he becomes like addicted to heroin or something. Didn't they
0: almost do like a like a painkiller thing with Fred?
1: Yes, they did. Are they just
0: using the plan they didn't have with Fred for Monroe?
1: I'm just really I—not that I'm because that's a very important story. And it's very realistic.
0: Yeah, that's a heavy real thing.
1: And I just, I think that Riverdale has to pick a lane. It's like, don't, don't. And that don't. lane
0: is bear attacks.
1: Yeah, it is. I just don't think that, like, I need to have the, like, maybe, like... You know, like oxycodone, like yeah. addiction storyline. Riverdale, right. like no, I need well, that we all, that's not
0: what it's called. It's called Jizzle Juice. <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry. <laughs> please, like please, some other show do that. Like not, please not this one. I because I don't want to have the conversation where like Monroe is like in rehab or like dies. Like I just want him to be happy. I want yeah. him to take care of a Sad Dog. Right.
0: <laughs> it's make him glad, dog. You know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> make him glad, dog. Make him glad, dog.
0: Where should we go next? Betty, Jughead, and Veronica?
1: I feel like Veronica.
0: It's real short.
1: Yeah, because I have opinions about her rum and maple syrup idea.
0: Great. So, uh, Reggie loves Veronica's new rum recipe, which is just her dad's recipe <laughs> with spice. Come on. <laughs> Veronica sells her rum to actual full-grown adult <laughs> business people.
1: <laughs> Who have no questions.
0: They love it. Uh, Hiram visits Veronica and serves her a cease and desist order. He compared the rum scientifically and yeah, it's the same goddamn recipe, Veronica. He's like, how why don't she we... make
1: these? Like, how did she make this?
0: Where are your facilities, Veronica? It's the secret basement to the basement. There's the
1: absolutely... The sub-basement
0: with rum-making supplies.
1: You know, if you, like, make alcohol just, badly, it kills people?
0: Like... It would have been so easy to do a plot line about Veronica needing to talk to some kid who's good at science at the school to help make her rum and like making a new friend, potentially a, a, a love interest who's the opposite of Archie in some way, and what like if Frank and, was like, really good at
1: rum making, bring some
0: drama. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who? With Frank, Uncle Frank. <laughs> that, like, what if that was his skill? He what?
0: definitely is a moonshiner. Yeah, he's,
1: uh, he's shady as fuck. <laughs> so,
0: and it just feels like not talking about the actual part where she has to make the rum is mm-hmm. like, yeah. Skipping something that would have been fun and different for her instead of listen, uh Hiram wants her to team up and he's like, We got I went straight. Why won't you accept my help? Wait, did he? I mean he's technically legally selling rum. I guess. Uh and Ronnie says maybe too much damage has been done. Guys, breakups are hard. <laughs>
1: so bad like why is he still involved in anything please no more hiram Then,
0: right in the game when veronica remembers she's also a cheerleader uh reggie asks her to meet him in the parking lot at halftime cheryl after the game randomly offers veronica a snow cone uh... with her mabel syrup it, and veronica gets an idea
1: and honestly i get this this is a good idea.
0: It's just such a like a funny little random shot. Like it's
1: Here's a snow cone. It's here. freezing. Lick? As, <laughs> as we've established, it's very cold. Betty has earmuffs. Right,
0: right. Wanna <laughs> lick?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Uh,
0: Hiram finds his car keyed. Wow, great revenge, dude. <laughs> With a Luna run bottle in the tire.
1: What? Crazy. Who could
0: have done this? Who
1: could have done this?
0: And then Veronica and Cheryl come to a meeting where they say, You got your syrup in my rum. You got your rum in my syrup. But it's delicious and tastes like money.
1: Honestly, it kind of does seem like it would taste good. That's my whole opinion. Listen,
0: I would would try maple rum. Right, that
1: sounds good. Like,
0: it feels like it's not like a year-round thing. Yeah, maybe it's it's like... a fall into winter kind of rum. breakfast on the beach, is what she says. Yeah, that's an interesting take.
1: I understand what she's saying. Like, I, I do. Well, yeah, because
0: she's heard of sex on the beach, but mm. maple syrup tastes like breakfast.
1: Right. I think the idea is also like a pina colada. You drink it on the can, beach. Can they just I be drinking
0: know. rum in the in the upstairs pot I section? thought that was
1: insane as well. And then I was like, I thought they were going to make snow cones or they were going to like do some sort of like a dessert type thing. Like maple rum cake or whatever. Like, and then when they were just gonna make maple mix syrup, it. truly.
0: Uh, maple syrup, white cloths. <laughs> oh, that
1: would be good. Or would it be terrible? It'd probably be terrible. terrible. No, you're right. It would be terrible. But in general, I love the idea. Now I kind of wanna do that. Like, I think I'm gonna do it.
0: You know how sometimes different shows have like liquor tie ins? Yeah. Like, was a Game of Thrones liquor tie in? Yes. It would be absolutely insane if Riverdale, a show of sensibly four teens, released right. an actual Luna, Luna uh, uh, maple rum. However, I will say, if this means that Cheryl and Veronica will be, will be sharing a plot moving forward, I would love nothing more than to take every scene between Veronica and Hiram and just have Cheryl standing right there. Yes, it's Just be like, what the fuck is happening? Are you two? Are you guys in love? Are you in love? Are you guys having sex? (laughs) (laughs) It's very disturbing to me. Or just like screaming at Hiram, who's like, what are you? You're not like a person. (laughs) No, we snipe. We don't attack. Stop it.
1: (laughs) Little agent of chaos. She's so mean.
0: Pulls like a bow and arrow on Hiram.
1: If she killed Hiram for me, like for me personally. For you personally, of course. Yeah, there's nothing that I hate more than this Hiram bullshit. Like, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I know that some people are big Hiram stands. Who is a
0: big Hiram stand? I don't
1: know, but probably someone who's going to comment about enough.
0: Yeah, please comment yeah. on us if you really like Hiram and his story and, <laughs> and also explain your work.
1: Right, yes. Show your work.
0: Where do you want to go next, Betty or Archie? Or Jughead, sorry, Betty or Jughead? We did Archie.
1: Mm, I feel like Betty because Betty is shorter than Jughead, and then we can just get into Jughead.
0: Okay, mm. Betty's includes the the little uh, flash forward at the end.
1: Mm, what do you think is better to do? Should we do Jughead first then? Maybe. Yeah. Because that uh, they kind of are the same.
0: They're they they run parallel to each other. I was considering putting them in as one, but they're both so big and yeah. covering mostly different stuff.
1: Okay, let's do Jughead first though, because right. it'll set the stage.
0: So Brett asks about Jughead's computer thinks it's time for an upgrade, which Jughead should immediately have said, are you going to buy me a new computer?
1: Honestly, like, that's why you have rich friends.
0: Yeah. Uh, DuPont tells him he's got an interview with Yale. He didn't apply. <laughs> Who cares? DuPont doesn't care. <laughs> Apparently Betty didn't get in. I don't remember when we learned that. Oh, wasn't no, we that did that, learn that. Right, it was, Alice was reading her mail. Because
1: Alice was like, how dare you not have gotten into Yale? And she's like, I didn't get into Yale. Yeah. She's like, no, you trash. <laughs>
0: Mother of the year, <laughs> yeah,
1: and then he still wrote a check, which is confusing.
0: It's very. Inaccurate. I don't
1: know where she's going. She now. did. She did
0: get into some other school, I think.
1: Mm. Columbia, no, it's fine. She's
0: remember. she's going to Yale. Mm. Uh, Jughead and Betty grab dinner. <clears throat> he tells her about Yale, and he's like, "Is that okay?" And she tells him. It's great. Don't turn down that opportunity with a side of salt.
1: There's absolutely no
0: way she's happy about that. She's being very salty about the whole yeah, thing. I, this might be what breaks that. High sodium content in her line reading. Yes. She is upset that her article is just a puff piece and Jughead suggests she interview Brett.
1: I want to say when she said that, I was like, you write for the high school newspaper. They're all puff Yeah. Like, what?
0: what also, like... On the surface, there's nothing wrong with writing a, a in-depth report about how your team got this far yeah. in a sporting competition. Like, they worked hard to do this, and you don't respect that at all.
1: It's also, like, not everything is a murder mystery, though this one is kind it of It does bad. wind up being... <laughs> Basically that. Almost
0: a murder mystery. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If Monroe dies, it's a murder mystery.
0: <laughs> so Jughead comes home to find a gift on his desk from the skull and quill... What if I started calling them Squill?
1: I love it. Okay,
0: great. It's gonna save me time. Yeah. Uh, Brett tells him it's a welcome gift, gift and invites him to the basement at 10. Later that night, Jackhead finds the only four students at Stonewall in the basement who <laughs> have, have the ability to speak. Yes. Uh, everyone's like, we're gonna go around and tell our deepest, darkest secret.
1: Oh my fucking god, this plot point. <laughs> so, Brett, can it? Brett? Brett's secret. First, what's her name what's the donna. Other name? donna donna
0: Donna, who's not cool i thought her secret was that she wasn't cool
1: no donna yeah, no <laughs> donna no chill donna no donna's secret is upsetting that her uncle made a pass at her and then when she told her mom her mom didn't believe her right is that right a and bit? then she's
0: been cutting ever since and then
1: she's been yeah that was very dark yes i did not love like i did not love that um but i was sad for her
0: but does it feel like it's it like it came informs from her character
1: show? or anything. I don't know. I hate to say it, but since we don't know if Donna was really having an affair with Mister Chipping, I don't know if, how I feel about any of this. Like her,
0: if, everything about her is kind of about sexuality and stuff like it that. It feels like
1: a lie.
0: Like her first introduction was like, "Hey, I'm sleeping with Moose," and right, then it's that's like, true. "Also, I was having an affair with him." Also, my uncle made a pass at me. It's all about her being a woman.
1: Yeah, it's strange. I don't, it's a weird thing. It's just also, it's like, like, I feel like she's so shady that I'm like, are you using this to manipulate people? But like, Brett is also shady, but this is such an insane story that he has that I can't. So Brett's story, which is ripped out of like some other book or something, (laughs) i have like, it actually, I remember distinctly that there being like a, my dad brought, bought me a prostitute for my 16th birthday, 14th birthday. Do you remember...
0: In, in Booksmart. Booksmart. Yeah. yeah. But that didn't happen. It didn't happen to him.
1: Oh, my God. I love that. They're like, it's... It, they're too much Now imagine details. if Brett
0: had that guy's
1: entire oh, personality. Oh, my God. It would be so much better. But, yeah. So, Brett Brett's dad, when he was 14, paid him...
0: Paid a, Paid a
1: prostitute to have sex with him. Right. And he cried the entire, entire time. entire time, yeah. And it's going to be very awkward when Cheryl realizes that her mom had sex with Brett. <laughs> I texted that to John and I was like, I need to say this on the podcast because, oh my God. What? Yeah. What? He cried the whole time. That's so sad. Yeah,
0: Penelope was so upset. Oh my god, she's like, "Can you not?"
1: (laughs) Very upsetting. This is my fully
0: clothed brothel. I can't deal with this right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There, this was such a bizarre choice. He thought his
0: dad would kill him for real. (laughs)
1: <laughs> really this is upsetting. Why didn't they just say that they ran over some kid on spring break? Right. I, <laughs> I know what you did last is, Style. It,
0: I think it's it's a it, it the choice to make it things that they had no control over. Feels like they misread the assignment. <laughs> Your deepest darkest secret should be something bad that you've done. That way, the society has that on you. Right. If you try to turn against them. But both of their things are things that happened to them. And then yeah. Jackhead also mentions a thing that happened to someone else near him. Right. But none of it are actions they themselves took on that were deep and dark in any way.
1: Right. It wasn't like I'm, I hired a prostitute Donna's, for my yeah, dad. <laughs> Donna's
0: is pretty Donna's is pretty rough. She does self harm.
1: Right, but that's almost that's just upsetting. Yeah. Like, that's just the thing that like, it's, I'm upset. It, it feels
0: like it's for shock value.
1: Yeah, very strange. Because no one is, if the idea is that you're going to, exactly, like, you're going to um, give something up to the society so that you're all protected by the society. Right. Like, what is someone to be like, like, Donna has a serious problem? And like, great, we should get her therapy. Yeah. Like, we should take And so <laughs> Instead care they're of like, her. that's
0: rough, dude. All right, who's next?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. So, this drug head thing didn't happen, right? What the Jughead's secret? Oh
0: yeah, sorry. the 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 other two are the, they don't get to share. No, uh, <laughs> they don't. Know they immediately pass it to Jughead. Jughead's like them. I'm like no, not them. Shut up, you two. They don't have any secrets. Jughead tells the group about how when he was homeless, this guy Doc protected him, and then one night some drunken businessmen just beat Doc to death. Maybe the line is the life out of him. So like maybe that might also be hyperbole because it's Jughead. Yeah. Uh, and Jughead didn't do a damn thing. And like.
1: See if this happened in a book.
0: Even if it did happen, it, like, I don't, okay. Right. I mean, that. He was, what, 14?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a bad, his is, though, the worst one if he saw someone, like, being murdered and then said nothing. Right. But, like. It just feels like we've
0: seen him do, like, also bad stuff on this show.
1: That's why I think this is a lie. (laughs)
0: Like, he could be, his deepest darkest secret could be. I cut a tattoo off of a
1: woman. Yeah, this is definitely a lie.
0: You think he's lying about this? I think
1: he's either lying or this did happen, and he's like, but that is, like, definitely, like, not even in the top 25. <laughs> like, if for sure not.
0: Yeah, if, he, if later on it was like, did you tell him a deep, dark secret, he'd be like, I, guess, I could tell them anything, and they'd believe it was my deep, dark secret.
1: Exactly, that's how I feel. Did you ever see the show The Arrangement on E? No. So it's really it was really good, but basically the idea of it is that um, it's, like, a cult sort of thing and it's similar where they all share deep dark secrets and the girl, the main character is an actress and so she hears like a couple of days before like she's hanging out with like some people and somebody tells like this really sad story, just like tells it mm-hmm. and then she uses that as her deep dark secret but because she's an actress it like really plays like it is and like so it's like interesting but it's almost exactly this scene. Hmm. Yeah, almost exactly.
0: Yeah, so like I guess... uh, Yeah, you think it's not true. It's either not true
1: or he doesn't
0: care. I don't know. It's probably true. It just won't mean anything. Yeah. Weird. (laughs) I feel so disaffected. Uh, Jughead has his Yale interview. The interviewer compliments his writing and senses a Lovecraft influence.
1: I hate this so much. (laughs) Then
0: he says, with pure earnesty, at Yale everyone earns their spot. Which, fuck off. (laughs) No, that's not true. Uh... Jughead is entirely here because of the the, the squill. You're right. Uh,
1: (laughs) Right. Right.
0: So, um, later on, Jughead's at a party for the Secret Society, which apparently everyone knows is a Secret Society party, which is funny because, like, Last week or a few weeks ago, he was like, You're in a secret society. And they're like, Psh, What secret society? Right. Also, there's the one more... throwing the the Rager next month.
1: Yeah. And also, there's like many people here. It's yeah. Like, it's a
0: whole you're... lot of people. Yeah. Who, like, where do the four students find all these other people to show up?
1: Very confusing.
0: But he uh, recognizes Veronica there. And Veronica has a pretty good line, which is, Did Betty know you're in a secret society? Because she does now. I
1: love it. Yeah. And
0: we go straight to Judkin and Betty uh, fighting. Although Jughead was like, things have been pretty good for me. I got a book deal and an opportunity to go to Yale. She says that the squill got him that opportunity, but he does maintain that he'll earn it on his own, which if he believes that, good for him.
1: I get why she kills him. <laughs> <laughs> I do.
0: She hates that they're keeping secrets from each other.
1: I get that. But yeah, no, if you want to kill him, sweetie, I, you have my blessing. <laughs> you really <laughs> do.
0: Uh, he apologizes and they they make a new compromise to never lie to each other. So, okay, yeah, <laughs> love when TV characters promise not to lie to each other.
1: Yeah, that makes dramatic fun.
0: Uh, Betty tells him that she now she doesn't have concrete proof for her article, uh, and she's worried it won't be enough.
1: It, just write your fucking article about the football team, Betty. This
0: is. Uh, did you ever see? Is it, I can't believe I'm about to say this. You ever see Batman v Superman? Yes, I have in that entire movie uh, while Clark Kent is at work his boss Mm. just keeps telling him to write this football article and he's like but I want to look into the Batman and and like all of this shit happens I don't remember this but I believe it people die monsters are made yada 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 and the whole time you're like just write the fucking sports article yeah just like leave Batman alone and we're fine
1: right yep that makes sense then they become best friends
0: that's right. Because right, right. The moment he dies, and then Bruce is like, oh, my best friend's dead.
1: Right, yeah. That sucks. His mom
0: was named Martha.
1: That's why we're best friends. So. Why did you say that name?
0: Because <laughs> that's also my mom's name. Are you my brother? <laughs> no, no, there's multiple Marthas. <laughs> it's so bad. Mom! Oh. Uh, so DuPont visits Jughead in his room. He's like, hey, I heard your girlfriend's, like, writing an article, and do you want to, like,
1: Make Tell out. her not to do that.
0: And Jughead's like, that's not how our relationship works. Good on you, Jughead, for not uh, telling your girlfriend what to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Apart
0: from the stuff that's not great.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, will that affect his chances at Yale? He says no, but his eyes say yes.
1: Oh, no.
0: But he does invite Jughead to sit with the Yale guys in the alumni section of the game. So I guess Stonewall
1: is hosting the game. It looks like it's at Riverdale.
0: Huh. Then why, why do they have an alumni? I guess they could I yeah. just set up an alumni section anywhere they go.
1: You know, it didn't bump me. <laughs> it didn't bump you. didn't bump uh, me. Betty
0: finds Jughead sitting with the Riverdale section. So he's like, yeah, I don't think Yale's happening.
1: Yeah. Also, maybe they'll go to, like, some fictional Ivy League school instead, like all of them.
0: But then he walks into school with DuPont, his dad, and the four other kids who go to that mm. school, and they're like, you're going to Yale! Yeah, but and he's not like, going like, Brett's to Yale. also going to Yale. He's
1: not going to Yale, he's dead. And
0: Brett's like, I hope we'll be roomies again. What if uh, Brett, like, actually likes Jughead? I think
1: he does, I think he might, he might like and him. And he's like, oh,
0: I'm, I regret putting him in the, in the, in the coffin. He's the, pretty cool. The last <laughs>
1: scene makes me think that Brett thinks Jughead's his best friend.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, I think, I think... Ironically, Brett's like he's I, I've I've just never been this close to another human being before. And Jughead's like I fucking hate Brett.
1: <laughs> like, like real human emotions. Like Brett, has,
0: Brett is so far from like being a normal person that he doesn't recognize that Jughead hates him. He didn't
1: realize this was like a mostly like not great. He's like this is not what friends do. I
0: thought this is what friends did.
1: Pranks, joyful pranks. <laughs> huh, silly.
0: All right. So last is Betty.
1: Yes. There's and a lot yeah, of overlap here.
0: Honey has asked Betty to write an article. So she interviews Archie, Monroe, Reggie. Reggie and Monroe are cool now. Yeah. Don't know when that happened. Like, really cool. He's, like, the best guy on it's our team. It's probably just because they've been winning, and Reggie loves winning.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Uh, Reggie tells Betty that Stonewall plays dirty. They hurt people. Seems pretty they easy to prove to that. They play to hurt Yeah, it it feels like anyone would recognize the scourge of people getting horrifically injured against Stonewall.
1: It's also, everyone's watching the game.
0: But apparently they, well, we'll get to that, but they pay off the refs. But still. They pay off the crowds, too. Yeah. Everyone gets $20 at the end (laughs) of a Stonewall game.
1: That's all it costs.
0: So, Good suggests that she interview Brett, and she does uh betty asks him point blank about the allegations something i'm noticing about riverdale is that there's never any fluff Mm. a character will walk into a scene and be like hey archie what's going on hey i heard you had a dui (laughs) with my dad (laughs) they don't build up to anything they just come straight at it oh betty do you want to ask me a question for the interview yeah are you beating people up on the field uh clearly (laughs) yes uh ready brett Goes full douche. He's like football is social Darwinism, like I, a sport of gladiators. I
1: love him, but you I. You win hate by him.
0: debilitating and slaughtering enemies. You can quote me on that. Like yeah, what a psycho.
1: Who is his dad? His the, dad
0: guy, the, the guy seems
1: horrible. The
0: dad, dad, who's like, why well, you just stay at school for Thanksgiving?
1: <laughs> no, he's like Patrick Bateman or some shit. Like it's very, very <laughs> disturbing.
0: So uh, Betty interviews football players from neighboring schools, including yeah, one guy from from Greendale. Which is, you know, this is the closest we get to crossovers.
1: Yeah, random. <laughs> uh,
0: that guy's cute. The guy with the brown hair. Wasn't he one of the ones that they did, like, that illusion thing to in the first season? It just would have been funnier if he's like, oh, yeah, they cheat, they they beat you up, but, like, we cast magic spells. So, so it's back and forth. Yeah. But he was like, what? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> what? No. Oh, yeah, no, you don't know about that. Nah, don't
0: worry about that.
1: Yeah.
0: You guys have weird shit here, too, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it's about the same. Uh, so, apparently, yeah, they pay off the
0: refs, and the coach pays players higher rates depending on how much they injure other team members. That's insane. Which, again, doesn't back up them beating up Monroe outside the gym because they're not paying you if it's off the field.
1: Also, why are they paying them? Like, what? What? Aren't have... they all rich? Yeah, they're they, all They rich. all
0: come from money.
1: This is high school football. Yeah. Like, why does this coach care that much? Like, I don't get it.
0: Why does he have so much excess money to spend right. on these students? It's very
1: confusing. Considering we don't know that coach also. Like, it's not yeah, like... Yeah, who
0: is this guy? Like,
1: a psychopath?
0: Betty, uh... So Betty catches Veronica up. She's proof to hurt Mad Dog... There's a party tonight at Stonewall, and she needs Veronica to go with a wire on. Veronica's like, yes, also, what if this were a marketing opportunity?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. And she brings
0: her own rum to the party.
1: Yeah, she really is pushing that rum. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's... I thought it was drugged. It's not. It's starting to look a little bit sad. (laughs) It's
1: starting. (laughs) Now she's like maple syrup and rum when you put it together. It's magic. You guys doing anything later? You want me to bring some rum? (laughs) We're doing studying. Oh, a study party. Well, it's going to be even better. Rum. My rum. Oh, my. Guys
0: making a cake? (laughs) You want to be a rum cake? Spiced rum cake?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Please get better. Things to do. So
0: Veronica goes as Monica Posh to this party. I love Monica Posh. She knows is hosted by the secret society. As one does. Which Betty isn't even for a moment like, oh, that there is a secret society. Mm, Yes. Uh, She goes to Brett and she's like, I brought my own rum taking (laughs) orders. And he, he says, oh, my God, this line. Go back to my room, undress and wait for me. And then he's like, you were taking orders, which is an incredible line for, like, the worst thing you could say.
1: I know. I thought it was funny, but, like, also very bad and sexist.
0: Like, oh, my God, that's so awful. Yeah. I can't believe you. You're amazing. Choices. What a character. Mm, Yes. Uh, And she's just like, hey, just like, you don't know me, but Monroe, I heard he got beaten up really bad. And Betty's like, good job. You're really good at this.
1: You just go right in.
0: Uh, and uh, he's like they make we make our own luck. He's about to whisper in her ear probably like uh, we beat him up outside the gym when Jughead recognizes Veronica. He
1: should have known that she was scheming.
0: Uncool on his part. Yeah. If you see Veronica in the blonde wig, maybe you don't go Veronica. Exactly.
1: Then you go right
0: like, exactly. like you, you mouth things you're like what's, what's what are we doing what to say hey, or Are you undercover?
1: Yeah, why? Yes.
0: Because, you know, she does that a lot.
1: Also, he is really, like, pro-Stonewall this episode. It's a little weird.
0: Well, things have been going pretty well for
1: him. Yeah. I think
0: his arc's been the strongest this whole season, and, like, it feels real. Especially, like, he, you know, to have his arc be, I don't trust them, they're evil, they stole something from my grandfather, to meeting the grandfather, the grandfather would be like, no, I gave it to them, they're fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, it makes sense why he'd be like, they're not bad here.
1: yeah. Yes, and I understand that because I mean Brett is clearly amazing. His but, best friend, right, right, best friend ever. Yeah, but he's just he. Yeah, no, he kind of sucks though. Also, like drughead, kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, Honey gets upset when Betty turns in her article, which appears to be written on one single sheet of loose leaf paper in pencil. <laughs>
1: Uh, do kids even know how to write anymore? I just... Yes. I don't do Not,
0: that. Cursive isn't, like, a thing quite like I never used to learned
1: to read. Really. You just learn how
0: to do your own name. Yeah. And man. then you get really fast at it until it turns into whatever weird it's shape nothing. your signature looks like. Mine looks like a heart attack.
1: Mine are... Mine, uh, like... Every time I have to sign something, I sign it digitally on like Adobe or whatever. Uh-huh. And so my signature, it's very hard to digitally sign something. Like sometimes you can do the paper thing where you hold up the paper to have the camera. Right. But sometimes you can just use it with the trackpad. Yeah. And it's like terrible. Like it's, it's I never ridiculous. trust when
0: I like go into the dentist's office and the trackpad's right there because yeah. you can't see what you have written so far on it. It's just like, I guess this is right. Yeah,
1: we'll just figure it out.
0: But like so much finger painting too with people yeah. with signing off for packages now at work. Not worth it. Anyway, don't really know how we got there. (laughs) Uh... Honey, honey, again, a completely reasonable human being is like, we cannot publish something based on hearsay that attacks another school. I ask you to write an article celebrating the accomplishment of our own students and faculty here because it's goddamn Spirit Week,
1: Betty. I love that he loves it so much. He just got this
0: job. (laughs) Yeah, it's his first year with the school. He just wants wants things to go well and people keep dying. It's upsetting. Actually, I don't think anyone's died this year. There's just these tapes. Hey, we haven't picked up on that tapes thing yet. Yeah, like at all. How long is the play on these tapes? Actually, it'll probably come up during the musical. Do we know what the musical is going to be this year? I don't think there is one this year. What?
1: I don't think so. They told
0: me it was annual.
1: Wait, really? Did they? I don't think there is one. Interesting. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there isn't one.
0: Brett comes to Juggin and Betty after the game to gloat, and she's like, Brett, I've only just started digging. Who knows what I'll find and he's like, Alright, well I really like winning against you, so like let's keep doing this. And then he I probably probably, probably walks away up this like, oh Betty's my friend too now. <laughs> this is great.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought that they might have kissed. This
0: is just what he thinks friendship is, is
1: like yeah. light
0: intellectual sparring.
1: Yeah, and then putting
0: it But also the like he likes to hurt people.
1: Yeah. He doesn't know how to how to be a <laughs> he's human. gonna
0: he's gonna be so upset when they when they like, you know, know. catch him for trying to murder Jughead or whatever later.
1: I, I tr- thought we were friends. I truly have no idea what's happening with this Bob, by the way. Dude, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, but, like, also confused.
0: Yeah, I hope that, I hope they know. Yeah. You know?
1: That's BS. Yes. So, it's coming up, so...
0: Betty does publish the article at Honey Assery. He's like, thank you, this is great press. Although I wanted him to cover it with... But, you know, I wanted this before the game. Right. It is now after the game. <laughs> this is not So the, the purpose was to get people to come to the game because <laughs> the school makes money off of selling concessions at the game. Betty... Thanks for nothing.
1: Mm, yeah. But hey, great press. Great press. Um,
0: and uh, even though they lost the game, Betty tells him <laughs> uh, Stonewall has a world-class quiz team. Their captain is Brett, and their championship is weeks away. I don't know how Brett has time to be the leader of a quiz team and be the captain of a football team oh,
1: God they and go students. to the
0: salon every day after school.
1: I don't think Brett has a lot... Um family obligations no, that take up his but time. also clearly
0: not a lot of friends right
1: he's yeah. got he's got a
0: secret society and Jughead and yeah. now Betty
1: yeah, Buddy's best friend, Betty. Though they have a falling out at the end of this episode.
0: But this is actually a really great moment mm. of Honey being like, "Are you volunteering? Because I would love a trophy this year."
1: I he is a little obsessed with like winning. This is cute. I
0: think Mr. Honey has like an older sibling mm-hmm. who is principal of like a super distinguished school. You know what I'm saying? Like great football program. Get get medals for everything all the time. He's the best, and their parents. Or she, I don't know. They, their yeah. parents love the older sibling. Like mm-hmm. we're so proud of you. Yeah. You're, you're so you, you inspire students to make them so good. And Mr. Honey, he just got his first school. He just got to principal. And he, he's got to, he's got to prove himself.
1: I yeah, like that. What if he's Dupont's brother? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? This whole time, he's
0: gonna say he's Weatherby's younger
1: brother. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> oh,
0: that's a Except Weatherbee is the worst.
1: Yeah, no. Now he—it's the opposite. He's trying to make his parents proud, so they have right. at least one son. That right.
0: Anyway, one month later, uh, Brett finds Betty cleaning up Jughead's stuff in their room. He says, "Save my, save your tears. You got your wish. My best friend Forsythe won't be going to <laughs> Yale just this year. It'll be just the two of us. My other best friend, Betty." <laughs> then leaves the room.
1: (laughs) At least I have one of you, but I'm still upset.
0: (laughs) How could you? But if this is after the point where he and Donna fingered them as the ones who killed Jughead, or is it? Maybe they've been showing it out of
1: order. I think it's out of order. But I don't... Betty is crying. Yeah. Yeah. Should we go right into Rumor Mill?
0: Yeah, it's the end of the episode. We can go into Rumor Mill. So
1: the one thought that I had was I thought that... Betty, Archie, Veronica, Jughead, that they planned this together. Yeah. Now I'm thinking Jughead faked his own death for some reason.
0: Yeah. And oh, Betty. Betty just, will be a little bit mad. Unless she's not.
1: Unless she's upset, not because he's dead, but because he faked his own death and, like, had to go away.
0: It's, God. The thing is, we it says it's one month away. Like, we don't have, there's not a lot of episodes until this starts happening. Mm-hmm. And, like, no one's in grave danger at this point.
1: Well Jughead is
0: I mean, I mean theoretically but like yeah I have literally no idea what's gonna happen but apparently from what we see, Betty is gonna break Jughead's head. <laughs> I love rock.
1: to see it.
0: Uh, <laughs> then everyone's gonna take off their clothes and burn them and be like never talk to each other again but Brett and Brett is gonna suspect her so they tell the cops the cops come and arrest. Archie, Veronica, and Betty, and then Brett and Donna identified them as the killers. That's what yeah, that's, we've been told is going to happen.
1: Yeah, it seems like Brett's pretty upset.
0: Oh, and and we see Jughead's dead body again uh, we when do. when the the coroner shows it to Betty and P. Oh, Appie. yes. You know the one that you, the scene that you missed.
1: I missed that scene. That was crazy that I missed that. That was insane. <laughs> I thought you were joking. Yeah, so I think Jughead's faking his own death, but I don't know why.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, wow, it's very unclear. Probably something to do with Squill.
1: Maybe Squill needs to, like, sacrifice someone, and he's trying to get ahead of it. That's the only thing I'm thinking. Maybe. None of it makes sense right now.
0: Yeah, they're going to turn on him in some way, but, like, it has to happen soon.
1: I kind of like that it doesn't make sense, honestly, because I thought that I was able to predict this, and now I don't feel that way.
0: Right, but, like... At what's some point, it has to make sense. Right.
1: Like, what's happening? No idea, but we're just going to... We're in it for the ride, you know?
0: Uh, anything Anything else to realize? I We know we hope that Monroe uh, and this Pills thing isn't over, because if it is, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't want it to be over, but I also don't want it necessarily to be, like, a very, very serious special episode. Right. Like, I don't want him to die.
0: It just feels like know. this ends with... His, like, being really messed up and mm-hmm. him not being able to play college ball and being relegated to stay in Riverdale forever.
1: That would be upsetting. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Um, and we want Veronica and Cheryl to team up. Who knows if that's going to happen.
1: And I want to drink some rum with maple syrup in it. Yeah. I don't yeah. like rum, but I do like sweet We should things. Google it. See if it exists. I'm sure it exists. I'm sure there's some sort of, like, drink recipe. Yeah. Like a snow. Oh, yeah. You can drink maybe drink? make it yourself. Yeah. Like a snow cone also sounds really good with those. Both of those things,
0: right? Like Especially it, because like it's going to be seventy some degrees today.
1: Yeah, crazy. They've um, at Davey Wayne's. They sell alcoholic snow cones. Like Ooh, remember? Yeah. yeah, I haven't been there in a long right. time.
0: It's been a while.
1: Yeah, but anyway,
0: you want to do some some superlatives?
1: Um, best boy in Riverdale <laughs> is Hiram. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's see. Mm, most be- most likely to be a loyal friend, Brett. Because he, uh, you know.
0: Most likely to stand by her woman no matter what happens, no matter how psycho. Tony. Tony.
1: Yeah, she's earned that quite a few years. Yeah, Uh,
0: most in need of a friend is Brett. Oh, Uh,
1: poor Brett. Poor Brett.
0: Class athlete, uh, Monroe, I guess.
1: Reggie, Uh, best revenger. <laughs> revenger I love it. He's gonna join the. What Revengers. if we just keyed his
0: car? Like that's such like a normal high school thing. I know. He and they love treat it, it like, oh, what an affront to Hiram. They keyed his car.
1: Someone just kill Hiram, please, please. <laughs> Most likely to kill Hiram, Caitlin, <laughs> with the sheer will from this podcast. I hope. I hope. Anyway, what, what do we think, we think of Miss Appleyard? Literally, I don't think of her. <laughs> like, like, I don't think like, of her. Like, it's
0: so fun that Veronica started the season like, this is your new villain, Mr. Honey. And then was like, I'm actually going to hang out at home. Then they're like, I come back to school. This is your new villain, Miss Appleyard. She works for Mr. Honey. Oh, cool, another one? Great. I hope <laughs> she
1: gets out of the, out of the room.
0: It just would have been cooler if she found a teacher like she liked, like an adult authority figure she wanted yeah. to work with. Yeah. Like she, like someone who's like, oh, I want to empower you and take you to nationals, and she'd be like all over that and like. Work and
1: then at this they moment. could make her sinister, right? Or something. That'd be fun. yeah. Then they could break Cheryl's leg. Something
0: evil and sexy. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Eh, yeah, that sounds fun. Hmm.
0: Okay, I don't have any pop culture connections for this one because I don't watch a lot of sports movies.
1: <laughs> well, Varsity Blues, I think we know football, there is football in this.
0: There is football in yeah. this, that's
1: right. Yeah, and I honestly didn't want to spoil Varsity Blues because that's a movie that I've been meaning to watch. Mm. So if you guys have any pop culture connections, you can tell us. <laughs> but you're just going to have to live with it right now. So
0: so what is that, something you're looking forward to or thinking about this week? Uh, What's your one cool thing?
1: So I really like uh on USA. Um, and I think it's coming to Netflix relatively soon because I believe it's a Netflix co production. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Is that a thing now? Yeah, well, like that's what you, for example. It was on Lifetime, but like it had a back end, it had like a back deal with Netflix where after it aired on Lifetime, huh. it went to Netflix and it did really well on Netflix, so it became a Netflix it did original. Really well on Netflix. Yeah, so I think that's what is going to happen with Dare me. So I know no one is watching it right now, but I do think that they're going to watch it in like six months or less. Um, it's really good. It's, like, a teen drama that's, like, not actually that dramatic, which I think is interesting because... It's, like, about a, it's about a cheer team. One, the cheerleaders are, like, athletes, <clears throat> and they show exactly how athletic and talented they are. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's if not- everyone's been watching Cheer recently, the Netflix thing, yes. then this will be right up their alley.
1: Exactly. So, it like, really, you have a lot of respect for the cheerleaders, but it's also very dark, and it's, like, a murder mystery, but not really about the murder. It's interesting. I really like it. I don't want to spoil it, uh, but it's really good. So, yeah. how about you?
0: It is the new Star Trek series on CBS All Access. Star Trek Picard premiered this week, and it was really good right off the bat. This is great. So there's like this, he's on this interview where this woman's accusing him of wasting resources to save the lives of this alien race as their planet's about to be destroyed when their own planet got attacked. And Mm -hmm. she's like, those were, you know, he was like, I was saving lives. She's like, Romulan lives. He's like, no. Lives and I'm like, oh, you're the you're the best. And like I'd forgotten also about it. Like a metaphor? Being like, yeah, right. Yeah. But like straight up like why don't we think that way? Yeah, it's you a know, metaphor. He's, Not he's a, a subtle one. No. <laughs> yeah, I like it. But that's what sci-fi is supposed to be. Yeah,
1: that's nice.
0: And I think Captain McCard's a great character and Patrick Stewart's a great actor, and it's kind of cool that he's got like this series is like so unexpected. <laughs>
1: Wait, Patrick Stewart is back. Yeah. He's old. Yeah. Good for him.
0: It's about him being, like, a really old man. Like, he's not in Starfleet anymore, but then, like, something comes up, and he's, like, back in it, and, like, at his age, he's not capable of a lot of, like, physical stuff, so it's really dangerous.
1: That's cool. I like that. That's interesting. Also, like, yeah, I I do like the concept of Star Trek, just by having not watched it. It's
0: it's also impressive, because, like, they're running on a lot of continuity and a lot of movies that, like, weren't great, Mm -hmm. and they don't pretend it didn't happen, they, like, use it uh, to, to build off of it to make something better. Uh, and yeah. I respect when uh, stuff does that instead of um, writing another thing that completely uh, dis- disregards the previous Like, thing. we went back in time and now it's... Sure. Or, like, thing. doing a Star War that says, oh, that thing that was really mm. cool from the last one? Nah. She's a Palpatine? Yeah.
1: Is that okay? I feel like if anybody cared enough they would... I've everyone everyone
0: has to know by
1: now. Yeah, right? I hated that. I don't even care about Star Wars, and I hated that. I think I never want to see that movie again. Yeah. I really, 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 really did not like it. I didn't see it at all. I just looked up the spoiler. God, I hate it so much. I, I have no opinion about it, really, because I don't really care about Star Wars, but I do remember thinking, oh, that's a really cool, like, concept from uh, whatever the previous one was. I was like, oh, I love the idea that like it could be anyone. You could be anything. Right. And then to undo it felt like gross. The
0: last movie unilaterally says, no, you have to be one of these two special families (laughs) to be able to do anything in this universe. Yeah,
1: I didn't love that. I understand why that might have been... I understand because I know there's so much talk about her heritage, not heritage, parentage or whatever. I get why it would be like, oh, let's talk about... It didn't have to be, you know? I know, I agree. But I understand... (sighs) But I also don't understand. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Like we should have, we should have just let it lay. Right. Anyway.
0: Where can they find you, Kaylin?
1: You can find me on my Twitter at Riley Tweets. That's R E I L O Y Tweets. Um, and you can find us on Instagram at the Riverdale Register Podcast. And we wow, should be barely. better at it. But yeah. Like, honestly, just tweet at us.
0: You can find me on Twitter at John Patton and on my blog, The Catcher in the Rye. Rye is spelled W-R-Y. Anyway, over and
1: out, River Vixens.